all of 2021, okay, this is what I'm telling myself, all of 2021 will not be successful because you're not on social media for seven days. Doing a self-care exercise for yourself, like a digital detox for yourself. If I take a week off of social media or any part of my business and it tanks, then that is not the business that I want, right? That is not the life. All right. Well, ladies, we are back with our very first episode in 2021, and I don't even know where to start. So, fuck, I can't believe we're doing this and we're here. I am so ready for this year. I'm just so ready to, I don't even give a shit if nothing changes. I am changing and I'm just so, so ready for like this new mindset and this new chapter of my life. So, I guess with that, I kind of just like totally introed into what my Mindful Monday mantra this week is going to be, I am ready. This is not just my mantra for the week. This is going to be like part of my just whole shit for the year is I am ready. I am coming for fucking everything. And I don't know what that means other than I am going to be Katie motherfucking Allen all year and forever. I am just like feeling like I'm stepping into this new version of myself where I am just going to be me. And I just don't care anymore. Like, I've always suffered from what do people think, right? We all do. Like, oh, what if someone thinks something of this? Or, oh my God, what if someone does this? And I'm like, you know what? I'm so done with that. Either you're going to love me or you're going to hate me in your choice. But I am here to be me. Holy shit. First episode of 2021. So I feel like it's a whole new slate. I feel like it's a whole new podcast. Like, I don't even know where to start. Um, Of course, I got some notes. But... I like to just riff. So one thing I do want to start with, um, one thing I've struggled with, and I've talked about this on the podcast, and my own little mental brain, right, is I struggle with the fact that my podcast doesn't have an official intro. And sometimes when I listen to my favorite podcast, it kicks it up for me. And I'm like, oh my God, I should have like a podcast that introduces me and introduces what my podcast is about. But also at the same time, when I listen to podcasts, like one I'm super fucking into, and I've told you guys this before, is almost 30 because I just think they're funny and I like funny. But sometimes when shows I listen to, like, have an intro or do the same thing, um, I'm like, oh, I don't need your intro because, like, I know you so well. So I was talking to my amazing husband, and I said, should I start my podcast out with an intro and, like, have that now in 2021? Because I feel like it's a whole new slate, like, a whole new me, whole new year, whole new business. And he was like, why don't you just do a monthly intro once a month? He was like, then you're kind of doing it, but you're making it your own. You'll feel better because you're like, my podcast does have an intro. And he was like, a lot of times people will binge listens to podcasts anyway. So fucking brilliant idea. So that's what I'm going to do. So now that we're already like three minutes into the podcast and I still have not introduced myself or the podcast, I guess I will just start with that. So my name is Katie Allen. For those who don't know, I kind of already said that. Katie motherfucking Allen in 2021 is going to be my year and I am stepping into a completely new version of myself. So when I started this podcast in 2019, I was in a really weird space where I knew that I had to shift some shit up, kick up some shit in my life and that while I had checked all the boxes to do all the things to 
quote unquote, be successful. I hadn't found the success inside. So I started this podcast and I didn't know what the fuck it was about, but it was my scary action to really just start that journey of finding myself. And that is why I named it Just Realized, because every day I felt like I was growing and I just realized all these things. And I knew I had to take a scary step and I knew I had to take messy fucking action. And like, that was it. So that was the birthplace of the podcast. And it has turned into just a safe space to share my story, to share the stories of others. And it is centered around this journey of self-love, self-awareness, I don't know, enlightenment, whatever makes you feel good. (laughs) And that is what it is. It is the mindful self-love journey. And I just like to share my tips and tricks, things I'm learning. And somewhere along this way, I actually found my purpose through doing this podcast and re- really being committed to everything that I was talking about on the podcast and using the podcast to hold myself accountable. And in the end of last year, for those of you that are new, I had decided and had this major fucking aha of, like they say, the thing that you should be doing and it's so easy to you and so natural to you. You couldn't even imagine making money from it or starting a business doing it. And it's almost not fair that you can even create income from it is because it's so easy and so naturally you. And I had that big aha at the end of 2019. And for me, that is personal style and my love of that. I want to say fashion, but it's really about style and expressing yourself through what you wear. I, that's always been me always been me but it took me a really long time to get there so this podcast will always continue to be my mindful self-love journey and I will always share the people in my life who I think are badass women who are doing major things that we touch on all the different pieces of life I mean really that I'm dealing with because it's my podcast so whether it's parenting spiritual health related money related you're gonna get a lot of money shit in 2021 because as I sit here today I am 100% officially a business owner I have officially paid myself for the first time and I did it yesterday on January 1st 2021 And real quick, I'm just going to tell you why that's super, super fucking important to me is I have been getting paid every Friday for the last 11 years. And my last, well, a couple things there. 11 is my favorite number. So I know that that really is a sign from the universe. And my last paycheck from my company that I got laid off from over the summer was on Christmas Eve. Um, So the next available day, next Friday, I mean, because, you know, Friday bank holiday, blah, blah, blah. So the next Friday happened to be January 1st, 2021. And 1-1 one, one is 11. So I got to pay myself for the first time ever as a business owner, shit my pants, one one twenty one. So there's so much significance around that. So here we are coming for everything in 2021. I am so ready. So I just wanted to talk about coming to the space, just shit that's going on in January, kind of like just how how am I even bracing myself for this next phase of my life? I am scared shitless and fucking excited, like levitating with excitement at the same time. So I just want to be real and just like share all the things that are coming up for me right now and talk about some fun episodes that I have coming up. So 
before we jump in there, the biggest thing I've done recently for myself to really prepare for this phase and prepare for all of this, right? This new me, new Katie, whatever, is I took the longest fucking social media detox. Like, I don't think, well, definitely not since I've started the podcast, have I been off of social media for so many days. So I went off the Wednesday before, it might even have been Tuesday, but I think it was Wednesday before Christmas Eve. And I did not. I deleted the apps. I was out on a walk with my husband. And I was like, social media really kicks up a lot of shit for me. And I was like, oh, I really want to like go hibernate and like hermit out over this winter break and like really get creative. Because I feel like if I create that space for myself, I can get super fucking creative. And he's like, well, just do it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like really, that kicked up a lot of shit for me. But I knew it's what I needed to do. So I went seven straight days, 192 hours without any social media. My intention was really to go all 11 days, like from that Wednesday all the way to Monday. But cool story about why I ended up getting back on. So it was totally worth it. I will go there in a second. But I deleted all the apps off my phone. And that was the biggest, the absolute biggest part that made it the easiest was not having the fucking apps on my phone. But what I wanted to share here was what did I learn from that, right? Because if you're listening to this, I'm sure that social media plays some part in your life, right? It's social and it's media. And especially in 2020, where a lot of us are quarantined or just not, life has shifted some way for us. And maybe that's how we communicate with people now. So from where I'm sitting, here are just like the crazy fucking things I was telling myself, okay? The first biggest thing was, who the fuck are you to start a business and feel like you should not be on social media for a week? Because I'm, <laughs> I'm a marketer by trade. That's all I've done my whole life, right? Before I decided to really step into this personal styling business, which is just funny because the marketing side of it to me has always been about pre that presentation of things. So anyways, I know, I love, and adore the value and the psychology behind marketing. It's one of my favorite pieces of marketing and the psychology behind personal style and the way we communicate our self-worth and to others through clothes. That's my favorite fucking piece about all of that, right? Is the psychology behind it. So when I tell you that the stories in my head about, oh my God, who the fuck are you to get off of social media? Your business is going to tank. You will never be successful. And all of 2021, okay, this is what I'm telling myself. All of 2021 will not be successful because you're not on social media for seven days. Doing a self-care exercise for yourself, like a digital detox for yourself. So you can create space to actually run a pretty fucking amazing business. But the whole time I'm telling myself, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, my business is going to tank because of this. And like, I'm talking out about it out loud. And then really the reality, and I journaled my ass off, right? The reality of that is if I take a week off of social media or any part of my business and it tanks, then that is not the business that I want, right? That is not the life that I want. But it was just so fucking funny to me. Then the other thing that really, really kicked up for me and that has really 
is what I think I learned the biggest part out of this is my obligation issues, my obligation to others. So that goes back to like caring too much about what other people think, right? I have a really strong sense of obligation to people outside of myself. And I'm not talking about my husband and my kids, which of course I do for them. But I mean, other people who are not even part of my everyday fucking life, right? So my other biggest fear was like, oh my God, people are going to think I'm ignoring them. People are going to think I'm so rude. Like I'm so popular, (laughs) which is not true. All these people are messaging me and I'm not talking back to them and they probably hate me and they think I'm being rude, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, this is so dumb. Like that one, I was like, come on, Katie, get your shit together. Like people can tell if you've read the messages, they know you're not ignoring them. Everybody is like, should be doing exactly what you're doing and taking some fucking time off. But it was just so funny. And then that really kicked up a whole nother shit on obligations. And that's really a lot of the work I've been focusing on this winter break was really removing the obligations and the really analyzing, I want to say removing, really analyzing my relationship with obligations to people in my life. And how can I navigate that? Because a lot of time those obligations are at expense to myself and things that I really want to be doing because I think they're things that I should do or like, oh, we shouldn't do it because we're home for seven days or we're home for two weeks and the kids don't have school, blah, blah, blah. That's bullshit. All right. The other biggest part of this was missed opportunities. Like I had it in my head. This really ties back to the business thing, right? That somebody was going to message me with this amazing opportunity to be on some dream podcast or whatever that looks like. And I was missing it. Again, false because it was winter break for everybody. So no one was messaging me with this shit. But it was just really, really, really funny. And I was like, the stories we tell ourselves are so fucking real. And while I had major self-awareness around this, it was really interesting to kind of like, and this almost sounds crazy, but to like have this internal conversation with myself. It really only lasted for the first two days. Then I'm going to tell you all the things I did when I wasn't on social media. And this will be purely for your enjoyment because it's just funny. And not having the apps on my phone was a game changer. That was really it. So those first two days were kind of rough and it kicked up here and there. But really, we had an amazing, amazing holiday. I created some amazing, amazing memories with my family. I feel so fucking restored. And like literally yesterday, um, I'm recording this on the second. So on the first, I literally was fucking vibrating with excitement and just felt like a new person. Like I feel more alive and more myself than I think I've ever felt. Because even when I knew who I was or thought I knew who I was, I just don't think I had the clarity and the wisdom <laughs> that I have now as this amazing fucking almost 40 year old, which is another topic we shall discuss. But anyways. I do love
before we get off of social media and my social media detox and what I learned, and like, hopefully you hear some of yourself in that and think, oh my God, I think the same thing. How stupid. But a couple of things I'm here to tell you. Well, I don't think my business tanked because I got, I, you know, I got plenty of messages over how, um, happy new year and things like that. I've already talked with some clients. I've already booked some clients. I got more followers not being on social media, like genuine followers not being on social media than when I am on social media just from doing real life fucking networking and connecting with people in real fucking life. And all is well. And I didn't miss any big opportunities. Isn't that fucking cool? So use that as your advice for the week that you are allowed to take a break from social media. But I am working on setting boundaries around it because one thing I've kicked that I noticed that really kicks up for me is also not this obligation, but it also kicks up my I'm not doing enough. Oh, this person is posting this. I should post it. Oh, I should post my fucking word of the year. Oh, I should post pictures of me and my family fucking celebrating on New Year's. Oh my God, why didn't I take a cute video? Shit, I'm not doing enough. I've worked really, really hard to let go of the comparison syndrome. And I know that that will creep back up. Absolutely. But the one thing that I didn't realize that it gave me outside of the comparison syndrome, because a lot of people talk about that, is the I'm not doing enough and my worth is attached to my productivity shit that I still need to unravel. So that was what I really learned. It's like, oh, it's the I'm not doing enough. I'm not posting enough. I'm not posting about the right things. I haven't posted my word of the year yet, blah, 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 which is a whole nother thing for me. But let me tell you really quick the story on how what ended up making me get back on social a couple of days early. So, you know, I've started a styling business and shit is just falling into place because I know that this is where I'm supposed to be in life. It's like I finally am in true fucking alignment with my gifts. And to see this and help women like really begin to dress with pleasure and purpose and really learn how to communicate their self-worth to themselves and others through the way they dress, right? Like that is what the fuck I'm here to do. I am here to empower women and the gift and the way that I can really help them is I can share my story. I can be vulnerable all day, but the action that I can really employ and like really tangible piece that I can offer is helping them with their personal style, right? So I've done all the things and things are going fast and I've signed up for educational courses and I've joined um, groups by celebrity stylists and like just to make sure that I'm, you know, doing all the right things. Again, checking those boxes. That's what I'm good at. But no, really, I just want to provide an amazing experience and I'm, I've never run a business before. So I'm in this like um, styling business setup or this business academy for stylists and it's um, run by celebrity stylist Kelly Lundberg. And she's based in Dubai. She offers a masterclass over the break for anyone who's in there where a Q&A, a live Q&A where we can hop on and just ask her questions. And she's like, whoever's the first person on the webinar, I will give your social media a look and give you some pointers and tips on, you know, how to make it really work for your styling business. I was going to get on the call regardless, right? Because I thought, oh, what a really cool opportunity. I really like her mindset and of course her style, but anyway and it was really cool so she's in Dubai so for her it's 4 p.m her time it's 7 a.m my time so like set the alarm it's still dark here in Virginia I'm like making my coffee and I'm like let me go ahead and get all this started before while I'm waiting for my coffee 
So I just happened to be the very first person on the webinar, this like worldwide fucking webinar where people from like Australia, San Francisco, which shout out to that bitch because it was 4 a.m. She is so dedicated and I need to figure out who that was because I want to be her friend. <laughs> but all over the world, right? And then I get the private message from Kelly that says, hey, you are first, so I'll review your social media. And of course, I immediately fucking panic because how embarrassing, how, invulner- how vulnerable for this person that I look up to, really mega celebrity look up to, to even pull up my social media page, but much less do it on a live webinar. And I have not been on social in a week, right? So that kicked up all my shit. But I know that in order to live the life of my dreams, I'm going to have to do uncomfortable shit every single day. So again, here I am talking to myself and I'm like, Katie, you better respond and give her that shit and you're going to own it. And it doesn't fucking matter. Like, this is amazing opportunity. So long story short, that is how I got back on social media. And how fucking cool is that? I feel like I kind of manifested that. Yes. So what did I do instead? Okay, this is really funny, and my husband's going to laugh his ass off when he's editing this, but I was down the National Geographic Disney Plus rabbit hole. (laughs) And if you ladies would like to know anything about ancient civilizations, uh, Greece, Mesopotamia, Egypt, Petra, I can fill you in because I have spent (laughs) my winter break watching shows, endless shows about Egypt and mummification and conservation and grave robbers and just like all these amazing things. Because I'm obsessed with ancient civilizations because I think it's amazing. I'm just obsessed with Egypt. And I just think it's really fucking cool. And it really goes back to mindset for me because like looking at what these people created, there's a lot of mindset. Oh no, of course, there's a bunch of other fucked up shit around it for the people who probably actually had to do the labor, but that's not what I'm focusing on here. For me, I'm really just like focusing on 4,000 years ago, people did incredible things and we can still do incredible things. And it's really just about your mindset. So that I would say is like really the hole that I was in. And also Atlantis, that was another very specific rabbit hole of National Geographic shows I was down was Atlantis. So if anybody's obsessed with Atlantis and wants to give me their theory or the book I should read or the podcast I should listen to, please message me because I'm kind of obsessed a little bit with it. And like I told my friend the other day, I'm really just obsessed with mysticism because I think it's fun. That's it. So of course, I read and play and I skated. I got some skates for Christmas and I walked and I journaled and I spent a fuckload of like time being just present in the moment. And that is why my break was so fucking amazing. I finished Shit's Creek and it was the most cathartic. I don't, that show was so fucking cathartic for me. I love that show. It will always hold a special place in my heart while I did not lose a billion million dollar business like Jenny Rose. I, you know, I lost my identity. I lost uh, what I thought would be my career forever and reinvented myself into this much better, fulfilled, happier, well-rounded person. So I really, really fucking resonated with that show. And I have never watched it prior to October of this year. So, and of course, I love Dan Levy and the humor and blah, blah, blah. So anyways, like I said, I went down this rabbit hole of National Geographic 
and Atlantis, and I'm into that because it's fun. And I know you've heard me use that word a lot before about tarot cards and spiritual shit because that's fun to me. So while I think that words of the year are corny and cliche, I would say maybe my ego thinks that I also fully 100% believe in the power of intention and words and the goals and things we tell ourselves. So my word for 2021 is fun. Just fun. Everything that I want to do from now on is fun. I want my podcast to be fun. I want my business to be fun. I want my clients to have fucking fun when we are working together, cleaning out their closet, whatever the fuck it is. I want my kids to have fun. I want my marriage to be fun. I want my life to be fun. And I think it can be. I think all aspects of my life can be fun. I want taking care of my health to be fun. And I am going to work really, really hard to infuse that in every single space that I can. So give me any ideas that you have. I am 100% open. But a couple of words that I wrote down that I think are going to help me do this. Also, more words for <laughs> since I don't like them. <laughs> Not that I don't like them. Words of the year. Um, curiosity, spontaneity, and humor, right? So I think when I feel like my life isn't fun or whatever I'm doing isn't fun for me in that moment, I really want to ask myself, like, how can I get more curious about this task? For me, eating is a big one. I love to eat, but I've never felt like I'm making, I just don't feel super fucking confident in making, okay, I like to stress eat, period, point blank, right? So, like, I need to, I want to get more curious. I desire correction. I desire to get more curious about food, right? And then I also want to see how can I work more fun into that. So that's a big one for me. So anytime something's feeling heavy or doesn't feel like it's fun in 2021, I'm going to lean into how can I be more curious about it? Where's the humor in this? How can I make this fun? What part of this is actually funny? If I say this out loud, do I sound crazy or is it funny? (laughs) And there's, for me, there's a joke or comedy for everything, right? And spontaneity, like, how can I be more spontaneous? I think spontaneity is fun. And like, where can I infuse that into my life more? Now, clearly nothing in 2020 was spontaneous except for fucking 2020 itself, right? (laughs) Itself was very, felt very spontaneous, but we weren't allowed to be spontaneous. And it felt like everything we did had to be super calculated thought out, etc. Not really sure what that looks like yet, but that's where I'm going for 2021. So since this is just like a fucking monthly brain dump update, I hope you're fully enjoying it because we're almost fucking 30 minutes in by now and I'm just like talking about stuff. So we've talked about social media detox. I'm sure that really resonated with a lot of you. So I just want to talk real quickly, like some of my January goals. And then I want to wrap this up with exciting shit. So, and I like to cuss. So I hope that you like fully embrace that. Because if you don't, again, now is a good time to politely bow out because I really want to own this piece of all me. And I do not buy into not cussing because for me, cussing is an amazing fucking way to express myself. And I just like it. And I just, like, it makes me feel good inside. I don't know why. I don't think it's crude. I don't think it's rude. I think it's rude to cuss at someone. I don't think it's rude to cuss to express a feeling. Like, I'm a, I am have big feelings. Like, 
I'm a manifesting generator. Like I create fucking energy. I don't know if you're into human design, but yes, we are an age of Aquarius. I'm an Aquarius. Like I have big fucking energy. Like I have energy. I can feed other people energy. And one of the ways I do that is by cussing. And that's how I express and move that energy and create like this powerful, palpable, get shit done energy. All right. So I know I'm totally on a tangent. So back to like my 20, my January goals. So like, I know I've joked a lot about the word of the year, but I'm totally doing it. I just don't know why sometimes I like to be this little like rebel against things that everyone's doing, right? We all have a little bit of that in us. And that's always been a one for me. But my January goals, I'm really going to try to like hone in on like monthly goals and baby step because I'm scared shitless <laughs> of this new chapter in my life. And but I also have this whole side of me that's creative. I have this whole side of me that's very planner and like, you know, I'm a certified project manager. I love to have some things planned out. So I'm just going to try to take it month by month, week by week, day by day, whatever, but I have monthly goals instead of like yearly goals or New Year's resolutions. So for January, I have some, my big goals are money mindset. I am, and this probably be all year long thing. I never thought I had issues with money. Clearly I have fucking issues with money. Everybody has issues with money. We all have varying degrees of issues with money. I don't, I didn't think that I had issues with money because I don't think it's evil and I always wanted lots of it. And I don't think, I know I'm not an evil, bad person. So I didn't have that, but I just, I definitely have lack issues around it. And I really want to step into this like full belief, manifesting, trusting myself and just learn different mindsets about money, right? So money mindset is going to be a real big one for me. I'm definitely going to have some people on the podcast around money and I am reading all the money mindset books. So send me your recommendations. The ones I'm reading right now are Your Badass at Making Money by Jen Cicero. I think it's how you say it. And I just finished Happy Pocket Full of Money and I forgot the guy's name. I think it's Cameron something that wrote that book. Fucking amazing. That one's going to blow your mind. Um, that's the one I dropped in the bathtub that I had to end up buying another one of. But those two books I'm reading right now, Game Changers. So let me know your favorite books that are game changing for you. Meditating. I really believe meditating is going to help me really step into this power of belief in myself, which I totally, totally believe in the power of energy and belief. Another thing that I really want to get my shit together on is or I desire I want to stop using the word desire I mean I w desire to stop using the word want because I read that want keeps you in a perpetual state of wanting and lack and desire I can't remember what the fuck it said but anyways desire is better so I desire to meditate more I desire to move my body more. That's something in the winter, you know, I always start to let that slip a little bit. But I know in order to keep my mindset in tip top shape and to do really, 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 really scary things every day for my business that I've got to move my body. So I want to um, move 22 miles a week, bare minimum, whether that's walking, jogging, running, just steps for the day. 22 miles a week really I just want to hit my apple watch goal let me just be real I just want to get the little award for the month 
And the other thing that I'm really focusing on, obviously, if you've been listening to this podcast, is my social media boundaries. So I did go in my settings and tell me if you have, I want, I don't care if you DM me or participate in this podcast about anything else, but I want your social media best practices because I refuse to give in to this productivity equals my self-worth thing that social media kicks up for me. So what I'm doing now is I think I'm going to set timers, scheduled times of day to check in, things like that. But what I think I'm really going to do is set, I went in my app and did the, when I hit an hour to like not let me back on it. And it like closes down the app. And it did that yesterday. And that was really fucking cool. Because this is the funny thing is I went into settings and I was like, here, I want to add some restrictions or whatever the hell it is, screen time allowances on my social apps. And I checked all of them, Facebook, Twitter, Insta, whatever. And then I immediately went and tried to open up Instagram. <laughs> of course, it's been locked. I had been on it for at least an hour throughout the end of the day. It was towards the end of the day. So that's a big one for me. Let me know if you have any others. And then now for a little section that I would like to call exciting shit. Um, let's see, some exciting stuff I have going on and coming up for this month is Sedona. I get to go to Sedona next week, and I feel like I totally manifested that. That was one of my 2020 goals on my top 50 list is I want to go there. There's something there that's calling me. It's been calling me, and I can't fucking wait. I don't want to talk about it too much because that's going to be a whole episode, I'm sure. But um, yeah, so I am going on a business retreat that has been planned actually since the beginning of last year and then we're going to go and I'm super fucking pumped and excited. So I would definitely do a follow up on all things Sedona because who doesn't want to hear about the fucking vortex? So yay. And I'll be there right on the new moon. So the day after, but whatever, the power of the new moon should last for three days, right? So speaking of which, exciting shit. So for the month of January, the new moon um, for us in the United States is on January 12th, which is one of my friend's birthdays. I'm so excited that the new moon's on her birthday. And then the full moon in January is on January 28th. So if you want to go ahead and mark your little calendars, start talk, thinking about new moon is, you know, making the list of things you want to manifest. Full moon is all about the releasing the things that are holding you back. And then in other things um, that are super exciting doesn't happen in January, but I mean, I turned 40 in February. So that obviously is something that you will hear me talk about and think about a lot. And it's not because I'm scared. It's because, well, it's a fucking milestone and it's amazing. And I never thought that I would feel as alive as I feel at 40. And I'm so fucking grateful that I'm on this side of it, stepping into 40 and because I am 40 and it does feel like I'm getting older and it doesn't feel real, I really just want to just be the biggest, best version of me and really just change the way we see aging. Like I don't have to be old and I don't have to do anything different just because I'm 40. So 40 is the new 40 because it's going to be fucking amazing. And my husband and I both turn 40 within four weeks of each other. So it's going to be awesome. And because we both turned 40, we're going to try to come up with a list of 40 things we want to do while we're 40. So if you have any cool ideas for us to add on that list together, it'll mostly probably, I think, be 
a lot of joint things that we have again. We have a lot of the same same goals. So similar goals, but I'm sure there'll be some in there that he just wants to do and I'll just do it with him and like that I just want to do. But of course, I'm going to want him to do it with me. So I will share that as we get move through that list. But if you guys have any good suggestions, let me know. I would love to hear it or any other ways that people have celebrated milestone birthdays especially in fucking quarantine i'm looking for all the ideas that i can get and i love birthdays and i'm one of those people that likes to talk about my birthday so again if you find that annoying now is an amazing time for you to politely bow out just joking i mean i want you to be here but if you don't feel like that feels good to you um time to go last but not least exciting shit so january for me this time of year is always about you know new year new you so we because this is my gift to the world are going to focus on cleaning out our fucking closets in january with a closet detox so i'm going to be giving you all the style tips all month long in how to create a carefully curated closet and make it feel good and make it feel you And the reason I'm starting with this is because the closet is the birthplace of my podcast. It is the birthplace of the new me, which I just take as another sign on why style is my gift. It always started in the closet for me. And I know there's so many puns and jokes there, but I'm talking about style and fashion and clothes and just self-expression. And when I step into this space, it's a sacred fucking space for me. So I want it to feel good because when we open our closets, if they feel gross, it just makes getting dressed not fun. And I think getting dressed can be a fun part of your day. And you know, fun is my word for 2021. So we are going to do that. So next episode is going to be all about that. But hot tips all month long on how to create that curated space that's going to make you feel fucking amazing. So that's it. That's all I got. Um, I'm pretty sure you're done with me rambling for basically 35 minutes, just all about things for me. But really, I wanted to create space and just let you guys know what I'm up to, what that social media detox was like for me. And like, what can you take from that? I know that you guys are dealing with feeling a lot of the same things I feel because we're all so connected. So I love being able to open up and, you know, create this space and this time to share So with that said, I'm going to wrap this one up. And before I do, I did pull a card from my rebel deck, my tarot rebel deck. Fuck, it's not tarot. My oracle rebel deck card set. That's the funny one with the cuss words. So it feels appropriate. And I still want to make sure that I work in this spirituality piece because, again, it's fun for me. So the card I pulled to wrap up this very first episode, which totally resonates and it's gonna funny as shit what the hell are you waiting for get that shit done if you are waiting for a sign well here it fucking is how appropriate to start out our new year so i hope all of you ladies and everybody listening are just ready to be the best version of yourself in 2021 and i can't wait to connect with you more talk to you soon bye